to all our sidekicks and hench folk out there in the mother-loving geek nation. You're currently tuning into the Cult Pop Podcast, <clears throat> episode 45, a show where we talk about movies and comics and um, smoking weed out of uh, soda cans in your dorm room. Oh, yeah. And all the other things that scratch your nerdy itch. We're coming to you live from the Yunk Junk HQ, a bomb-ass podcasting space here in Maniunk, PA. I'm Johnny Destructo. I have a comic shop. You should go to it. It's called Johnny Destructo's Hero Complex. With me this week is... Hey, Dylan! And as with as we would like. That's it. That's all I got. Brian. What's up? Hi. Cool. Okay. And uh, Len, the Bat Yo, what's Tribble. what's up? Holla your boy. This is Len, aka the Bat Tribble. Uh, and then also in the booth is our trusty producer, Dylan the Great. It's me again. You did it. Hey, that was uh, him the first time. Feel free to like, comment, subscribe, ring the little bell notification so you know when we're doing this ding, ding, ding. nonsense. Uh, and, uh, oh, you can email us at cultpopgo at gmail.com, just like our good friend and previous host, um, Noel. Noel? He yeah. sent us an email? He did. Oh, that is so sweet of him. Yeah. Is it about he, so our topic this season? It is about the is topic. Right? Yeah. Uh, he has been sick. Uh, he well, First, he was on vacation, living it up, yeah. and uh, going to like warehouse-sized comic book stores and sending mm-hmm. us pictures and being like, I'm better than you. Look at me. And then uh, yeah, was, now he's sick, so he's reaping, <laughs> <laughs> he's reaping what he has sown. Uh, hopefully, yeah. we love you. We hope you feel better, Noel. I think he's at the doctor's right now. So uh, Robert Monroe Jr., is in the chat saying, what's up, cult poppers? Well, Robert, we're about to tell you what's up. Uh, oh, Alejandro Martinez. Oh, Alex Martinez. Cool ghost shirt. Thank you. This is a band called Ghost. Oh. But it the is a, nightmare has a, only just begun, they say. It's a say. play on the Halloween 2 poster. Exactly. Oh, interesting. Any whomst. Hey, Alex. Um, all right. So should I read his email now or should no, I think when we're should. talking about the things? That's what I think. I would think so. Yeah. All right. That's probably when he meant for it to be right. I would yeah. Well, More we'll read missive. it when we're doing our, uh, our main jam our John. Uh, but first we're going to do the segment I lovingly call, what have you been up to this week? Huh? Hmm. And I'm going to start off with, Hey Dylan, what you been up with this week? Huh? I've been up to all sorts of stuff, you know, podcast things, uh, yeah. music things, uh, you know, living the life of a uh, destitute, yeah, artist, yeah, 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 sure. yeah, cool. yeah, cool. yeah. You know, Dylan, as as we talked about the other week, uh, I know you're interested in Futurama, and I want to give a little update. We were. This is what Dylan's been up to this week. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, uh, right. yeah, so. Uh, it we were a little like we thought it started off a little shaky, right? Uh-huh. And the last few Futurama. episodes, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, of this return, this yeah. most recent season, and uh, you know, I'm really been happy that the last couple of episodes have there's been a, at least one that feels just like the old mm-hmm. first reboot Futurama, and this last one was really good too. And uh, I'm I'm happy that they're back up there. Oh, awesome! I hope Dylan will be as well. Dylan, are you? Um, I liked I liked some of them. 
I like some of them. Uh, the I didn't watch the last one. Okay. I saw that the last one just came out. I yeah. didn't see that one yet. Okay. I saw the one before that, and it, yeah, it yeah, was better, it was yeah. better than it was stronger than how it started. Yeah, it was um, like oh, this feels a little more like what I'm looking for. Yeah. yeah. It, um, but overall, I'm not. Not mad that there's another yeah. season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's just not taking not money as, out of your just, pocket. There are worse exactly. ways to spend yeah. your time, yes. I imagine. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I'm a big I'm a big rewatcher, so I probably would have yeah. been rewatching something I've already seen anyway. Yeah. So, you know. Yeah. yeah, but to that end, don't you feel like once a show has ended and actually has ended, mm-hmm. it's yeah. been gone for a little bit, mm-hmm. right? And they probably have shot their shot. And especially some a show like Futurama, which had multiple times multiple times to shoot its yeah. shot yeah kind of just roll off like i'm not going to mm. hate anybody having a job all right you know what i'm saying yeah, yeah but if you're not really going to execute drastic changes mm. then what are you coming well, back does it for? need to be drastic changes or would just more of what you enjoyed but then but yeah. but the thing is the more of what you enjoy more often than not mm. is not quite as good as what yeah, what yeah. it was at its at Because they'll enjoy it to a lesser extent, but it's still enjoyment, you know. Yeah, now, it's, for it's a the show, whole fade away versus burn out kind of thing, yeah. right? Like go out in the in a big ball of flame, or just like slowly bleed out. <laughs> yeah, those are the two possibilities. That's it. That's and, all you got. Uh, but I would say that I think more if it's a show with like a continuing story that wraps up really well, mm. and then you're like, do I really want to go back? and open up the possibilities of that universe again, and what if it's not good? Whereas with something like Futurama, it's like, oh, another Futurama. Yeah. You know, that's cool. I don't think any of them has been as good, have been as good as the original episodes. The, the heyday. Yes. How, how many seasons of the original show were there? I think there were four or five, actually. Yeah. I, I was surprised. Yeah, I thought there were, right. yeah. And then they did the four movies, um, and which I think were about the same quality as the the rest of most of the rest of it, where it's still really good. It's yeah. not as brilliant, but I like yeah. it. You know, because I know with The Simpsons there is a definite drop off. What is yes. it? Eight seasons, and then all of a sudden everyone went, "What just happened?" Yeah, yeah. When yes, they went but, to Futurama, a lot oh, of the people. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. But to be fair, with the with The Simpsons, it, um, like for a lot of people, the heyday was like maybe the first ten years, and then there was the drop. Mm. But then if you if you go back to it. It's still really good. Yeah. yeah. You know, well, that's what I think. And I remember saying it at that time, even though I did stump watching it, it's still better than a lot of other stuff that's on TV. Right. It's just not the pinnacle. absolute pinnacle, yeah. right, yeah. that The Simpsons was. And so you're like, oh, it had so far, so far to fall. And it did, but it's still good. Mm-hmm. It's, um, and that's maybe one of the only shows that I would really question. Like, it was so brilliant. Should it have just been that? I think so. Or is it it at least time to kind of like start the fade? I mean, I I wonder who's watching it. I don't know a single person who watches The Simpsons. There probably are people. And also being as good as it was, it is kind of cool that it has this place in history. Oh, yeah. Like that was was enough to be. Yeah. yeah, Like, yeah, I think history only started like two years before that aired. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it's like most of it. It's most of it. And the thing is, is right now the people that probably are watching The Simpsons mm. are probably watching it streaming. They're not tuning in on Sunday. On night. Fox. Yeah. 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 Are you guys uh out there in TV land? Are you guys are you, I guess YouTube land? Are you guys watching The Simpsons at all? Chime in. Yeah. I want to know who's watching it. Just mm. just raise your hand. You have to and say how it's good you're or bad. It. Yeah. Just 
Raise your who's, hand. Who's tuning into The Simpsons? If let us know if you raised your hand. No. Yeah, let us know yeah. if you raised your hand. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Type out, I have raised my hand. Yeah. Um, so uh, that's what, uh, that's what Dylan Dylan's been up to this week. <laughs> Len, <laughs> what you been up to this week, huh? Um, well, talk about going in the Wayback Machine. I'm hmm. going to go even wayer back. Wow. Uh, today, for... for Absolutely no reason at all except to just have something silly on while I was working. I turned on Prime. Um, Optimus. You, no. yeah. Do you like rub him a little in the yeah, down like, there? <laughs> you know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you need some more oil, JD. <laughs> <laughs> Not watching The Simpsons anymore, says uh, someone on Twitch whose name I can't read. Oh, DL. DL. Uh, um, yeah, me neither, DL. So I I uh, turned on um, Abbott and Costello meet Frankenstein. Ah. I, have you ever seen that before? Oh yeah, I've seen it oh, multiple, oh. multiple times. Multiple times. Now, now for people who don't, probably most of our audience don't know yeah. who Frankenstein or Abbott and Costello are. Abbott and Costello. Uh, um, listen to if, okay. If you think The Simpsons, yeah. <laughs> But well, live action. But live action, and, and there's people, only two of them, and they're, they're not yellow. Related. They're, they're not the a family. Stories, it wasn't on Fox. The stories are completely different. They didn't and have a dog. humor is different, and everything yeah. they say is unrelated. Yes, yeah. and they're 50 yeah. years <laughs> older than the Simpsons. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. This, they they <laughs> might say the the name Simpson at one point. Yeah. The, the, honestly, they don't. I, I don't, don't think, know. I don't think the family Simpson <laughs> had been born yet. Interesting. The, Abbott and Costello were a comedy team from the 40s, <laughs> and they had a hit of movies in 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 that time where basically Abbott and Costello go to Mars, Abbott and Costello go out west, yada, yada, yada. And they did, a, and one of their, their more famous movies was Abbott and Costello meet Frankenstein, which is where they basically run up against all of the universal monsters. Oh, so they not meet, just Frankenstein. They meet oh. Frankenstein, but they meet Dracula, huh. they, and the where the Wolfman is in there. That's as true. Well. Movies don't have to have everything that happens in them in the title. Right. Yeah. Right. You know? Exactly. Have to bring everything up. Right. <laughs> um, and and famously in this movie, in this yeah. while Boris Karloff, who famously does um, Frankenstein in the in the mm. in the 30s movie, he is not Frankenstein in this. Bella Lugosi, who was Drac <laughs> oh. Dracula, yeah. and Lon Chaney Jr., who was the Wolfman, mm. they are both reprising their roles in this movie. Uh, that's, that's cool. cool. Oh, that I they thought you were going to say he played Frankenstein. Yeah. Oh, no, no, that's no. That's right. I thought it was good. Cool. No, no, no. Uh, that's really cool. Um, yeah. That is dope. So, yeah. so, so it makes for like a really fun, you know, nostalgia mm. trip for people because yeah. this comes comes out like in the late forties, and it's certainly past like even the real true heyday of the Universal monsters, right? So it's like a like almost like a reboot, like we're in a cycle now. Exactly. Uh, yeah. yeah. Exactly. And 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 this towards time, it was a it was a great stupid fun movie. Mm. Everybody loved it. Like I said, it's the most popular of the Abbott and Costello movies. Um, put the Universal monsters back on the map. It, mm. Um. Uh, and, um, and, and in watching it, I enjoyed it for what it was, right? Hmm. You know, it's not as funny anymore, but eh, it's cool. But it got me thinking because Universal has been trying at nauseum hmm. to build a universe mm -hmm. out of their Universal monsters. Which I wish, I wish they would succeed because that sounds fun to me. Well, see, they just hasn't. Some of their properties have worked, and some of most of them haven't. Like the mm. Mummy with Tom Cruise. Didn't. I, didn't, I heard it was bad. I yeah, seen it. It, I started it. I didn't get ten minutes into it. No. It didn't work. That's not good. However, 
And I can't remember if it actually is called The Invisible Man or The Invisible Woman. Invisible Man. Invisible Man. Invisible Man. Mm-hmm. Um, that movie actually was pretty dope. That was mm. good. I like that. That movie. was yeah. really good. With um, a girlfriend from um, The, the Handmaid's Tale. Handmaid's Tale. She's amazing. Elizabeth. I love her. Elizabeth. 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 You go on. Moss. Keep going. Uh, uh, Elizabeth, Elizabeth Shoe. Elizabeth Moss. No, it's Moss. No, she's in other things. Okay. Elizabeth and not Moss. Abed Costello things. <laughs> Elizabeth Moss. One of the best actors out there. Working, um, yes. but that is a great that was a great movie, right? So the mitigating returns on that. So it got me to thinking that perhaps mm. the way to do this is to lean on the Abbott and Costello meet the Frankenstein vibes mm. and find a comedian or comedy team mm. to star in a series of movies meeting. Each of these monsters, That's interesting. one by one, yeah. to kind of then use that as a bridge yeah. to to uh, even be different comedians in different movies, and then they also when yeah. You do then, a but movie. then then what do you have like an Avengers of a comedians in the yeah. ultimate? Well, it doesn't have to be. One? Maybe it's not five different comedians, but like mm-hmm. two or three that aren't each in every movie, and yes, then they form. You know, presumably the monsters would meet each other at some time, right? In some movie, the one the the, the the heads that came to my mind, and they're probably too older, too old now, mm-hmm. would have been Simon Pegg and Nick Frost. That would have been great. Uh, yeah, be I could picture that. Yeah, for sure. Um, the other one I was thinking of, um, Richard Pryor and oh Gene, Gene Wilder. Wilder. Gene Wilder. Oh my God, yeah, they would have been. It, no, yeah. no, you don't think so? Why? No, what? No. That is exactly up their alley. No, for back then. Well, one yes, back yeah. then. That is, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. talking about I don't now. Mean, oh, I thought you just meant. Well, no, he's proposing this. I'm proposing this. Yeah. Oh, all right. No, you can't propose it yeah. with them. Are you listening, Universal? Because <laughs> Len is calling you out. I'm trying to think of, are there actual comedy duos right now? There's like Seth Seth Rogen and... Um, and whom? Oh, what's his name? Um, I'm thinking of his writing partner. Um, you're right. He doesn't have a... But, but the actor guy. Oh yes, the actor guy. Yeah, that one that the, the good-looking guy, things. the guy who got in tr- who they couldn't do it with. Now that I think about it, got in trouble. Oh, James who went Franco. To school- oh, yeah. Franco. Yes. Yeah. 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 Right. See, that would have been interesting. He would have been good, but but I'm thinking you can't do Kevin Hart in The Rock because The Rock is too big. The Rock would just beat up every fucking monster. Yeah. But, natural. True. <laughs> but Kevin Hart has actually done a couple of movies with Ice Cube. Okay. And Kevin Hart mm. and Ice Cube might work. Mm. He did have the only good part in that Deep Blue Sea movie, as I recall. He did. Yes. He's done other things. Perhaps you haven't seen them. <laughs> I have not. I'm aware of. <laughs> I'm aware of him and his career flourishing, but I've not seen. <laughs> Jay and Silent Bob. Hmm. He Do is we into that. really want to see? No, I don't. I'm just Kevin trying to think Smith. of duos. No, I don't. Huh. No, no. Those guys. I stopped finding okay. those guys funny um, in the '90s. I think. What about uh, Ben Schwartz and some other guy? And some other yeah. guy. Ben Schwartz and some other yeah. guy. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe work. Thomas Middleditch. I um, have yet to see their improv thing. Yeah. But oh, uh. oh, 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 oh! Nick Kroll. Yeah. And John Mulaney. Okay. Oh. The voices ah. from Dylan's doing the Dylan's thumbs, into the it. fingers. Yeah. The, the, the voices from um, uh, the puberty oh, show. The, yeah. What's that? Sh- what's the card? I can't think of the name. Cartoon of puberty. Big you mouth. Know, big mouth. <laughs> yeah. They, you know what? You know it could also be funny. Uh, Tina Fey and Amy Poehler. Ah. Uh, oh, I love Tina Fey. Me too. And Amy mm. Poehler. You obviously don't. 
Mm. Mm, that could work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I, I see Nick Kroll and I, I, I'm really liking the Nick Kroll and John Mulaney or yeah. Get him on the phone. All Tiffany Haddish. Yeah. Okay. Tiffany Haddish. Tiffany, well, you put Tiffany Haddish with anybody, honestly. Did you watch the after party? I did. Yeah, that's that fun, good, right? That's a, yeah, that's yeah. fun. That's a fun joint. I haven't seen the second season though. Uh, not as fun since it's kind of just doing the premise again, mm-hmm. but still well worth it. Still good. Okay. Yeah. Jackie Chan and Chris Rock. Sure. You just want to go back as far <laughs> as as far as possible. About yeah. Abbott and Costello. Whoa! <laughs> Meet Freddy Krueger. Yeah. 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 <laughs> And, and Jason Voorhees. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, wait. Uh, we introduced Abin Costello, but a lot of people might know them from Who's On First. Oh, right? yes. Oh, well, that, the, the, that's, the other, on first. that's probably the other thing. They're probably, yeah, yeah. The thing they're most famous for. Yeah. yeah. And then Is it's that the. Bit? Yeah, and that what bit. was that movie? Supporting your point. Uh, Wolfman's Got Nards. What, uh, what was that movie? That was. Um, <laughs> Monster Squad. Monster Squad. Yeah. So that was like a fun group of monsters movie. That, that was basically the Universal Monsters meets the Goonies. Monster mm. Squad, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. And if you don't know the mon- the, a lot of the uh, Universal Monsters, ladies and gentlemen, they're basically the the uh, the building blocks of Adam Sandler's Hotel Transylvania movies. Oh, that's yeah, what they're yeah. most famous for. Yes, yeah. yeah. the seminal <laughs> Hotel Transylvania movies by Adam Sandler. Yes. One through three, earning three two sequels. Yes. <laughs> um, do you have something you actually did this week? Yeah, I do. I do. Jesus Christ! So I watched instead uh, of like you know the stalk Dylan. Well, I mean, that's only... So anyway, what I did was talk to him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let me what give you a detailed account was of what Dylan was up to. Yeah. Now, he disappointed me a little bit. I didn't think he had the strength that he had in the previous weeks, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway, no, I watched... A, we watched TV together, but he yeah. watches through my window. It's yeah, true. yeah. So together is in quotes, <laughs> but yeah. Uh, we like it. Yep. So <laughs> Also, we is in quotes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, they exactly. call it a double date because his his lady is with him outside yeah, yeah. the window yeah. as Dylan sits in there with his girlfriend. Yeah. Uh, so uh, what I actually did was watch Crabopolis, the okay, the new, new um, uh, what's his name? Uh, Dan Harmon. Dan Harmon show. And, oh. Um, oh, now I can't remember his first name. Matt. Uh, Matt Oyote. Yeah. The uh, British comedian mm-hmm. uh, who was in, I think, the IT crowd. Oh and yeah. And Matt Berry. Who I believe was oh, also in the IT crowd, but I know from is. what we do in the shadows. Yeah, he's yeah, yeah he's yes. awesome. You know the story behind him saying that. Yes, of course. Uh, I phenomenal. tell everyone because I did a sticker yeah. of him because uh, one of the quotes <laughs> that he has is "I became a vampire to um, uh, suck blood and fuck forever." Yes, and so I sell people the sticker, and we always talk about it. And I'm like, you know the story behind Bat? And yeah, like no, and it's I cool tell story. The story. I'll about tell you Bat. who we haven't told is anyone listening. Hey, uh, what's the story behind Bat? Well, so. As a help for the special effects team, when he, he as a vampire, would turn into a bat, Matt Berry would say, bat. Yeah. <laughs> and they thought it was so funny that they just left it in. Yeah. And he says bat when he turns <laughs> into a bat, the Laszlo Ravenscroft. Um, so good. So anyway, he plays a very similar character <laughs> to that in this uh, in this show. Uh, Crepopolis is about, it's set in, in ancient times. They're sort of Greek looking, uh, the Greek. At least Athena and Mercury are there. Uh, it's Matt, animated. And it's, it's animated. animated. Yeah. yeah. And Matt Oyode plays the king. Um, I believe I'm pronouncing his name right. Not certain, though. Ayode, yeah. Ayode. Oh, so um, he plays the king, who is Tyrannus? This, yeah. Uh, he's trying to get uh, these new 
ideas of civilization going like oh we could trade with each other instead of mm. killing each other mm. and like let's get a written language going you yeah, know that yeah, kind yeah. of thing and uh you know it's tough going yeah, <laughs> for, for of them course. right and so he's trying to get that going and his mom played by hannah waddingham from ted lasso rebecca uh is the goddess deliria and his dad played by matt berry is this like sort of chimera mm. very sexual monster oh and uh, uh he's got a, a sister who is like this big uh, like gigantic powerful fighter who's isn't on board with the no killing thing of course and this like fish person you know, uh, brother who is uh this like tinkerer right so he invents stuff like he does forensics for the first yeah, time yeah. Oh, he's yeah. like oh, i'm gonna invent forensics because this guy was killed and you know so does there's a lot of that kind of joke like is it good i would say it's good how many have you watched two Two the, the two that are available. Oh, they just dropped. It just oh, dropped. Oh, word. Nice. Um, so, yeah, it's fun. It's, I could see it becoming something that's really funny. And, you know, comedy is often, not always, but the first couple of episodes take a little bit oh, to sure. get going. And then even once they get going, you go back and watch the first ones and it's like, oh, yeah, now that I know the characters, this, yeah. this is fine. Um, yeah, it's a bit on the nose sometimes. Uh, sometimes very obviously intentionally. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, yeah, it's like a, a decent way to, to pass watch the some time, TV. Pass, pass a half hour. Yeah. So streaming on Hulu. Yes. Two episodes. Go yes. go check them out and report back to us. Let, you, let us know what you think because I don't care what he has to say about it. He seemed to, but... And that's the job. No. Um, <laughs> I've been up to something. I watched a new movie also on Hulu called No One Can Save You. And oh, I've I, heard about this. I also had heard about it, and, and um, I tried not to hear in too much about it. And I basically just went into it blind, except for knowing there's a gimmick that I won't spoil. Okay. There's a gimmick. Um, and it's it's not really a, a spoiler to say what's on the poster, um, which is it's an alien invasion. It's a home invasion by way of aliens. Oh. Britain finds solace within the walls of the home where she grew up until oh. she's awakened one night by strange noises from unearthly intruders. Uh, and it's starring uh, Caitlin Dever, who was in, did you guys ever see um, Booksmart? Yes. Yeah. She was uh, one of the two main girls in Booksmart. Okay. Yeah. The one who's, who wasn't in um, uh, What We Do in the Shadows. The, the one who, who was the one who was in What We Do in the Shadows. She wasn't in it. Who was in it? Why do you bring that up? Because we were just talking about what you do in the shadows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And one of these two girls was in, she was like the little, um, the woman in that show had made her into a vampire. She was in. That's what I said. I thought you, yeah, Anyway, the movie is interesting. That's fun. Um, She's there, a fun character. There is a, um, yeah, they, it definitely relies on a gimmick, uh, which some people actually didn't really realize was happening. Oh. Um, I've talked to other folks and they were like, Oh yeah, I oh, guess really? that was the That's thing. a very subtle that's oh. like hard to be spoiled gimmick. And I'm glad I, I wish I'm sorry, I wish it wasn't spoiled for me because I spent the whole movie knowing it. Knowing it know. and and sort of like engaging with the idea of it and like what oh, are we yeah. gonna do and how are we gonna keep this gimmick going and blah blah blah. And I think that the gimmick thing works overall, but it fails in at least one major scene. Mm. Um and that sort of ruined the experience a little bit for me but uh other than that one little caveat i think the whole movie is a lot of fun and um, is it a drama? interesting yeah is this like it's a, a drama sci-fi it's a it's a yeah it's a, it's a sci-fi drama oh interesting so yeah, it's, it's not, not a, it's comedy. Not a horror movie um 
No, I wouldn't say it's a horror okay. movie. No. It's a more thriller. It's a, it's a okay. it's a sci-fi thriller. And the aliens break into the extraterrestrials break yes. into this woman's house. Yes. What I want to know is, do they wear ski masks? No. Doing the home invasion. No. That's not spoiling anything no. to say. No. No. Okay. I wanted them to. Uh, but there are very cool alien designs. Like, yeah. when you first see it, you're like, oh, okay, well, that's an alien. Uh, but <laughs> throughout the rest of the movie, you start to see different, different versions of the alien. What? And I was like, oh, that's they cool. Appear, they that's get puberty cool. during the home invasion? Yeah, yeah. That's cool. It's a very long home invasion, <laughs> yeah. Um, just sit around on the couch for a while. Yeah. Textus is in the chat saying, what's up? Cool. I, hey, did I pronounce much. that correctly? Let me know. Uh, so that's what we all been up to this week. Huh. Huh. Uh, so we thought last week we did summer closeout, like a summer yeah, wrap round up. up. John, yeah. roundup. We did. And we thought, what if we did a back to school special? Yeah. And so that's what we're going to do in the back to school special. Yeah, it's um, a month into back to yeah. school. Well, just yeah. like, you know, uh, it's been a so long since I've been kid, in school. We're just, we're handing it in late. Yeah. And we're that's hoping right. that we get credit from you guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we thought, Dylan, we're going to send Dylan off to school. Our little baby boy, Dylan. He's all grown's up. He grown's up and he grown's up and he grown's up. Dylan, you don't have a college degree and you're running this show? Yeah, yeah. Jesus. Um, <laughs> it's American dream. So uh, we How made some picks. Uh, we made some picks personally. Yeah. And we were going to jam Dylan's school bag with mm -hmm. these picks so that we can send him off to... I don't know, preschool? I, Comic college. I'm not sure. Comic, Comic college. college. Um, but uh, we're giving well him armed. So why are we well, giving not him armed? Oh. Armed? What are we giving him? Uh, go ahead. What are we giving him? Tell them. You're the host. What, what's so anyway, the question? We're, we're, we're giving him giving comic them. books <laughs> that will help him learn something We think that about these things. would be good for you or whomever you choose to give them to. To learn, you know, either lessons or these these comics are important in some way. They will help you in your journey. Yeah, they helped becoming us. A man. And we're trying to impart these onto baby Dylan. Yeah. So that he learns a thing or two while he's making bongs out of Coke cans. Right? Okay. Do you want to go first? You're the host. You go first. Jesus Christ. Okay. I'll go first. Here it is. I'm the host. We're following yeah. your lead. So, uh, all right. So actually I found this book because we did it for book club uh, through my comic shop. Where's the comic shop? Well, I'll tell you. It's 4327 Main Street, Philadelphia, PA 19127. It's called Johnny Destructo's Hero Complex. It's a rad-ass shop that caters to rad-ass folks like you. Hmm. And we do a, a book club there. And uh, we always do a vote, very democratic there. And the one we voted for is called It's Lonely at the Centra of the earth the metric spelling an auto dash bio dash graphic dash novel period by zoe thoroughgood and i had I, never heard of it all i knew about it was like oh it's a neat cover i like that cover oh this book is not supposed to exist i like this hmm. and um i it wasn't really a recommendation i just i got it in the shop and i was like hey guys do you put this in the poll you guys want to vote for it and we voted and uh, i got about i don't know four pages in and uh, I ran over to my wife to tell her how excited I was, but she was with a customer. <laughs> so then I just sort of like slinked back uh, to my seat and I, I read a couple more pages and then I was like, Oh my God. And I got up and I ran to Sushan to go tell her and she was with another customer. So mm. I was like, oh, mm. 
go back. And then about halfway through the book, a certain thing happens, and I was like, fuck it. And I got up and I ran out, and I was like, <laughs> I interrupted. I was like, this is the best graphic novel I've read in years. Ooh. And I'm only halfway through it. Um, this is Zoe Thorogood's autobiographic novel, as it says. But it is not a feel-good story. Um, it starts off with... I've been considering stabbing myself in the neck with a sharp knife. Mm, so yeah. a trigger warning for um, suicidal ideation. But this is her being so down and feeling so lost and feeling like the only way she knows how to communicate with other people or the best way she knows how to communicate with other people is through graphic art. So she decided to take six months and document her life in comic book form in order to maybe help her do some self-discovering, find out who she is, maybe quote-unquote fix herself. Hmm. Um, so it is a very deep dive into her emotions, her psyche, and uh, I, it changes art styles, not every page, mm -hmm. but often enough Okay. Uh, that I didn't know when I was turning the page what sort of art style or format or layout I was going to get. Mm -hmm. And I found that to be so exciting and fresh. For someone, I am 45 years old, and I've been reading comics for 35 of those years, if not more. And um, I sort of know what I'm going to get when I open up a book, for the most part. And this kept me guessing the whole time. And I can't say enough nice things about it. There are, you know, I immediately go to Goodreads after reading a new book that I'm excited about just to see what the reviews are and everything. <laughs> and uh, overall, very positive reviews. But there are some people who found it to be, is it navel gazy? No. Um, sort of um, self, um, it's a little too self-centered for them and a little bit too overly dramatic. Um, but I think those may be people who don't deal with um, suicidal ideation, mm -hmm. ideation and um, depression. Hmm. And um, uh, it's, it's, uh, this spoke to me a lot. Hmm. So I highly recommend this. Um, what? You're inhaling like you want to say something. Go ahead. Well, my question is, that sounds like a wonderful book. Why am I giving it to Dylan? To take to college. Because I feel like a lot of people, when they go to college, feel alone hmm. and they don't know how to reach out to other people. And um, maybe reading this would make them feel a little less alone and a little less scared um, to know that other people go through similar things, even though this isn't a college specific book. Of course. I think a lot of the um, themes in here. Uh, and it's also about a relationship that she has with someone over the internet and flies to America. She lives uh, overseas um, in the UK and she flies overseas to meet this other artist that she uh, met online. And um, there's some lessons in there too. So yeah. Um, does that explain? That? I mean, that's, I your, that's your reason. That's yeah. my reason. Yeah. yeah. It's a good reason. So that's mine. Has, uh, have you guys heard of, read it? Have you done? Do you, this I've is the heard of year? it. From yeah. from your comic shop at forty three twenty seven Main Street, Philadelphia, PA. Uh, there's a zip code too, and it's called Johnny <laughs> Destructo's Hero Complex. And yeah, if you yeah. can't find it with that information, <laughs> yeah. then you don't deserve what, to How find are you going to buy yeah. a comic? It's like Brick of Dune, though it shifts. Yeah, that's cool. I always <laughs> yeah, like I that. So. Yeah, Bad yeah. for business, but I think it's cool. <laughs> yeah. uh, um, 
Uh, anyway, what was your question? <laughs> <laughs> Len, did you ever hear of this book? <laughs> Flip through it. You're an artist as well. No, I I, I have heard of this um, from you because you <laughs> excited. I've, I've been talking it up, man. I tell everybody it up about to me this when book. I came to see you just the other day, yeah. and uh, it, like I, I said then, it sounds like a wonderful book. Um, it sounds interesting. I don't know if I would purchase it because it sounds a little bit too dark. Th- I, I don't mind dark comic books, but I don't actively look for sure. dark comic hmm. books. Um, so, but I, by I applaud the um, the the accomplishment in doing it and and the experiment of it all mm-hmm. um, that Zoe took on, and I'm and I'm happy for your mm. your um, feel for it. Yeah. I don't know that I would pick that out for Dylan to take to college, but I understand your reasoning. Thank you. Um, so there you what, go. What would you pick out for Dylan? Well, one of the books that I would pick out for Dylan uh, um, is a book that I just bought blind one day hmm. um, looking, for, looking for comics. Uh, is that why? No, I don't. I Dil- don't. The name Dylan's on the front cover. <laughs> no, no, he was no, like, no. this would be great for a, for yeah. a Dylan. A guy whom I do not yet know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, this is called The Long Con, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. It's a heck of a fun ride, says Major Spoilers. Um, Horror DNA says it hits on all the right marks. The world is over, but the con has just begun. What? Because Whoa. what this is, had you have you heard of The Long Con? No. The Long Con, because I think you would love this book too, is by Dylan uh, McGonis and Ben Coleman. Um, it is basically about a group of friends that go to a comic book convention, and while they're at the comic book convention, the world ends. Oh. That's awesome. And everybody turns into like zombies. Oh, of course. And now they're stuck in the comic the book. The Long Con. What a good uh, name. That it is, is really it, funny. And, yeah, that's good. And this, ladies and gentlemen, what I have here is volume two. Um, because I have to find volume one because I, I lent it to Did someone you and you, I've done that so many times. Oh, well, he'll be back for uh Christmas break. He'll be back for, <laughs> yeah. for Christmas yeah. break. But, but if nothing else, this tells you that this is actually a, a successful book mm, because yeah. it, it, there's actually a second collection of it. Yeah. Nice. Um, it is, it is funny. Um, uh, it definitely, it's funny, but it's still like a lot of comic books that are about friendship has a lot to say about friendship uh it's a, it's a fun way to get introduced into the supernatural the art is is fantastic but without being crazy gory and it looks like an being, animated series yeah it looks like an animated te- yeah. television yeah, series for sure it, it it but it's so it like there's people that are that they're it, they're zombies but they're in cosplay i mean it is ridiculous <laughs> man but it is so much fun what what i like about uh the cover here is steve gainer um, who I guess did Gone Home in Tacoma. I don't. I've never heard of those books. They asked him for a pull quote, and his pull quote that they put on the cover of the book is, "If you've ever daydreamed about how you and your con friends would survive the end times, have I got the book for you?" Which says nothing about if he liked the book. True. <laughs> it's just, oh. boy, if you ever wanted to read this story, um, here's here the series. Yeah, I have one around here somewhere. <laughs> 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 yeah. I'm sorry, go ahead. Yeah, but no, it's that looks it, fun. It is it is an absolute fun now, comic book. Len, why would you give this to Dylan? Because what reason could you possibly have? Because because <laughs> I will tell you why I would give this to Dylan. Because I think that when you are in college, yeah. you are so 
stuck with, especially the first year of college. Mm. You are dealing with um, just trying to find your senses on campus, trying to find your tribe, along with trying to deal with the schoolwork, depending on how many um, classes you've mm. gone on, trying to stay on top of that, that you can easily fall into overload, mm. right? Um, so when it is time for you to just relax and chill, you just need a fun read, man. Right. You just I need see. a fun read with some fun people. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And something that you probably, if you have found your tribe, you can pass along your tribe. Ah, and cool. then now it, nice. be, yeah. it begins conversation. Yeah, sure, yeah. And you yeah. make more friends. Yeah. You know what you know, I mean? I kind of wish you wish your answer had been, well, I do know that Dylan has daydreamed about how him and his con <laughs> friends would survive the end times. So I just thought maybe this would be no, the book for I him. I have the book for him. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So this is why this will go in oh, D- Dylan's. That's right. We got we yeah. to stuff the sack. Dylan's bag. A good old stack stuff. From Uncle Lenny. There we go. Hey, Brian, I What's see you happening? only brought one option. Well, I didn't know that we were bringing two. <laughs> and uh, But don't worry. As always, I'm prepared to talk about yeah. something else. Uh, and you'll just have to you'll just have to get it later. I'll send it up in a care package, Dylan. Oh, that's with nice. Some, with a little note to you. Hey, Dylan, if we were going to send you a care package, what candy would you be like, please put this in my care cookies, package? Man. You know what? Great question. Thank you. I sucked. As long as it's <laughs> <laughs> as long as it's chocolate, I'll be happy. But okay. like, I like like a chocolate and peanut combo. So oh, like, yeah. I like Snickers, Goobers, Goobers. Yeah, I'll eat some Goobers. Uh, no, because those Goobers in a garbage while. candy, and I you love like them. Goobers. Yeah. Goobers, I love okay. them. I haven't had Goobers since. I don't even. I don't even. They remember. sell them. They sell them down the street at the CVS. Have there? Really? For like a dollar. And probably all the time. every CVS. And every CVS. Yeah. And what about those sticks that are chocolate with little chunks of peanut on the outside? You know, you don't see that very often, but it happens. Oh, the ones oh that like the yeah. people sell. Yeah, people sell them. Uh, they'll they'll bring around like, oh, I'm raising money for somebody, and like, there's a it's a pretzel stick with like dipped in chocolate with. Stuff on them? Uh, no, no not at all. But <laughs> what, are you, what are you talking about? I'm talking about people that sell it in like a regular business, no, no, what's but the candy? often, but often in like like an artsy kind of candy way, where it's like a stick with some kind of cookie, uh, like a tube of a cookie. Oh, it's a cookie stick. It's a cookie stick. It's been dipped. It's been dipped and then I, dipped I, again. I don't know what those are called? Yeah, those are a good. cookie stick that's been dipped and then dipped again. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's <laughs> yeah. What the, yeah, the, yeah. Anyway, the cookie stick that twice dipped. So homemade. Chocolate chip cookies is what you're saying. I think some kind of cookie would be nice. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Tell the people about that. Anyway. Yeah. Your artesian candy. Just talk about this. Here's something. I didn't say I was going to give that to him. Well, uh, we're, no, we're not. You're not giving him your book either. All right. Here we go. So, <laughs> so anyway. I have brought an issue of Sandman, a particular issue of It's all Mylar right? cover. Can't oh, even yeah. touch it. So this sits in my on my magazine rack, and I didn't want to, over time, get too, like, wire dense in all the comics. Oh, yeah. So I really searched and searched hard for a hard plastic thing that I could slide it into. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that is what I have done. Like a top, it's called a top loader. It's a Mylar top, top loader. loader. If you ever want to Google it again and find another one instead nice. of digging... Through the earth to find one. Yeah. Well, I. Either way. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, Sandman is one of my all-time favorite series. I think it's uh, acknowledged by a lot of people as one of the one of your most favorites? notable. As yeah, everyone that knows me will tell you that. Uh, as one of the most notable comic series mm-hmm. um, in in comic history, and um, 
I think a lot of people, they think it's one of the best, right? Mm. But this is not the whole series. This is not uh, a particular volume of it. The reason that I have chosen this one for Dylan. And which one is this? This is issue 74, the second to last issue. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. And um, Dream has found himself in... Uh, what's called the soft lands, right? A land that connects to a number of periods of time and people get lost in there for eons. Um, and they, they, it's like a, a part of the dreaming sort of here in this world. So it's a dreamlike state when people are in there too, right? And there's a whole story about a man. Um, he is a Chinese man, I believe, from like the feudal time period in, in human history, although that's not usually used to describe Chinese history, uh, I think. So anyway, he has been exiled by his king, right? And he is traveling to where he will be exiled in shame. Um, and he goes and he gets lost in the soft lands. And there's a lot of cool stuff about him and his life. And they talk about he and his wife, uh, they had a servant and a ring went missing and they, they, beat the servant mercilessly and thinking that she had stolen it. And then years later found the ring in the floorboards Oof. delivered in a way that Neil Gaiman is excellent at like delivering entire worlds and chapters of lives in just like a few sentences in this like very, very um, uh, important manner. Right. So anyway, this guy he's traveling and he meets dream dream is intrigued by him and he knows that he has been exiled because they talk about it and dream makes him an offer. Don't, go uh there to exile stay in the dreaming and be an advisor you're a wise man be huh. be one of my advisors Damn. right and he considers this and he's thinking about all, you know some good things and all the bad things that have happened and he's being sent here and he he says no i cannot do it right even though i've been sent out in shame this this man is my king and i am loyal to this king and uh it is the right thing to do for me to accept this exile and go serve in that post. I appreciate your offer, but I can't do it. And I don't personally agree with that decision, but uh, dream commends him for it. And, and he, I think asks why, and he says to him, you know, this may be waking life. This may be a dream. I don't know, but even if it was a dream, I have acted rightly. Right. Not always stuck with me. And that's the lesson that I wanted to send out uh, to college is that, this man does what he thinks is right, even though he thinks it may not matter, right? He'll just wake up and go anyway, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, but he makes the right choice. Uh, and this is to remind you in college and in the rest of your life that to always make the right choice, whether <laughs> anyone is looking or anyone knows about it, you do what you think is best in any circumstance. Nice. Yeah. And the reason why Brian is... Um telling you all of this Dylan hmm. is because he wants to tell you the exact story yeah. that takes place in yeah. this issue of Sandman number 74 so that you can take the comic with you to college and hang it on your wall as a remembrance of the lesson yes. that you have learned. See, here's the thing. I thought about, <laughs> do I want to, we're giving this to Dylan to read while he's at this fictional college. And do I want to spoil this? But I know He's not going to read it. Come on. College students, <laughs> yeah. they're busy. They got partying and, and they got not doing their homework to do. And so, 
you know, you're he's not going to get to it. And I just I want to give him a little cheat sheet to really explain why he's going to do what I most comic book fans do is like, I'm going to get the Sandman. Right. I have it. Everyone knows. Yeah. Everyone tells me it's good. I'm going to get to it eventually. Mm hmm. Ugh. There you go. It's going in the sack. It's going in the sack. In the sack. One more for your sack. Hey, Len. Yes. I see you have another choice there for, for Dylan, for little baby boy. I do. What you got there? What I have is a little piece of history, oh. a little bit of comic book history. I wanted to give oh. Dil Dylan um, a taste of a good story, but also a good story that was created, written and drawn by one of the greats of comic books of history that he may not know of. A lot of people know in the superhero world, Stan Lee, Jack Kirby, hmm. Neil Adams. Yeah, this is not a name that gets bandied about. Not in casual in casual conversation. We're gonna bandy it tonight though. Oh, we're gonna yeah. bandy oh, the yeah, crap yeah, out of it. And that's because true comic fans and comic pros always bandy about the name of Will Eisner. Oh yes. And one of his greatest um of his many accomplishments was Dropsy Avenue. The neighborhood. This is actually not even like a super old. Um, Dropsy Avenue, the neighborhood, portrays the historical metamorphosis of a single, one single New York street and its people hmm. from colonial New Amsterdam oh. all the way to the multi ethnic rainbow of today. Huh. That's it's, really interesting. And it, huh. so, and it yeah. starts literally back in the beginning with, with the purchase of the land. Um, and then it, it, it goes on and you see this beautiful black and white art, ladies and gentlemen, it's so good. um, that goes on into, and I think this book maybe is from like the eighties that this got, came out. Um, and it's, it, 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 one, I love it because of the art. The art is fantastic. Will Eisner is a fantastic artist. Um, is an award named after him. It is. Yeah, the Eisner yeah, Awards yeah. are named after Will Eisner. The most prestigious award in comics, I it would is, say. It is. Yeah. It is. Um, he's a fantastic actor, phenomenal writer. Hmm. Um, and two, I think that this is a, a fantastic. Teach you, to, teach you like the, teach you, even though this is a, a, one of the older artists, he is one of the people who created the art form of comic book writing and then always played with it to his death and was mm. always still breaking new grounds and layout and layouts, um, the way the books are laid out and everything else that and when, when was this, would you say? I think it came out like in the late seventies. Okay. Um, Cause JD just showed me speaking of him pushing the boundaries of the form and playing around with it. JD just showed me a page that I think would look innovative today. Yeah. No, yes. It, I'm yeah. telling you. Yeah. He, he, he was, he was before his time, yeah. before his time. Yeah. Um, but I also like it for Dylan because there is a lesson to be learned to hmm. to um, read the history of this New York street and see um, how it, it the it, it, in 1995 it came out. 1995? Hmm. Yeah. Had a long career. I, I, wow. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, yeah. That is way more recent than I expected. Me too. The man was the man. Hmm. He continued working. Yeah, man. man. Oof. Um, and, and, and in 1995, just to let you know, he was probably in his seventies hmm. easy. Hmm. Um, but like just this, this history of a New York, uh, the, the think of a, the history hmm. of your block.
yeah. the block that you live That's on. Cool. You know why why the street has certain names, why buildings have mm. certain names, why the how how did the neighborhood come to look like this when it used to look like that, mm. yeah. and all of the reasons are explored right mm. here in this one comic book. It's a fantastic comic book. It was a blind read for me years ago when I bo bought it because I knew the name Will Eisner. Sure. Will Eisner more famously known for the Spirit. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh. Uh, so, but I knew that he did so many other things. Mm. I knew he had a great book about Vietnam because he was in, he did mm. Vietnam. I knew his book about my contract with God is one of the more seminal comic books. I, I bought that. I fell in love with that. Mm. And then. So this is actually the third volume of the contract with God trilogy. Yeah. That, I, I didn't know. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, but it's it's a it's a fantastic book, and I think that Dylan will it'll be a lesson for him in comic books, hmm. in comic book history, and just in history itself. You know, I think it's really important uh, to internalize when you go out in the world um, the connection to history, right? Mm -hmm. And even if I mean, I don't even know if this is a real street, let alone uh, if it's the street that anyone lives on that that would read it, but um, just knowing the span, the depth of history and the changes, the connections of the past to the present and everything in between, uh, I think reading about something like this will help you think about that in your own life. You yeah. Know? Yeah. yeah. Most definitely. Let's put it in the book. Let's put it in the Let's bag. Put it in the sack. Put it in the sack. Sack it up. Hey, Dylan, when you when you come back uh, around Christmas time, can I borrow this? I want to read it. Yeah, I'm gonna. I want my comic pack too. Sorry. <laughs> uh, so I thought Department of Truth, which is a recent series, it's an ongoing series that's currently happening, and this is by James Tynan the Fourth, with artist Martin Simmons. Cole Turner has studied conspiracy theories all his life, but no. he isn't prepared oh. for what happens when he discovers that all of them are true. Mm. Oh. From the JFK assassination to flat earth theory and reptilian shapeshifters, one organization has been covering them up for generations. What is the deep, dark secret behind the Department of Truth? Um, so uh, basically, we yeah, were introduced to this cat, Cole Turner, in the beginning, and he gets recruited by this clandestine government. Well, I don't even know if it's a government. Quasi-governmental? Yeah. Hmm. Um, uh, what would you call it? A... Um, a shadow cabinet. Yeah. Shadow cabinet. Uh -huh. um, well, that's a, that's a that's a comic book. Is it? Um, but uh, yeah. So uh, th their whole thing is to protect reality from uh, conspiracy theories. So in in this book, reality is actually reshaped when too many people believe in a conspiracy theory. Hmm. So it's, <laughs> interesting. So it's their goal to shut down nonsense before it gets too big. Mm. Um, which is a very, very cool idea. And James Tynan is one of my favorite writers. Um, he has done uh, one of my favorite thriller horror series called Nice House on the Lake. Yeah. And he also does um, Something is Killing the Children. So, wow. I've, you're right. Yeah, yeah. man. He, he does a lot of does really a lot good of cool stuff. stuff. Uh, I, I don't like this guy. Yeah, yeah. I to, wait a second. Uh, Dane Z said, I wish I had these great comic book recommendations when I went to college. Great picks, all. Thanks, Dane. So, yeah, um, I feel like when Dane gets to school, he's probably going to be... When Dylan gonna, gets to school. Dane what is what already... What did I say? Dane. Dane Dane's already... Yeah, Dane, when you get to school, uh, give us a call because your mother and I are worried sick. Um, <laughs> when Dylan gets to school, he's going to be smoking the reefer. 
Sure. And uh, reading course. this book, um, which I think will only help because the art is very. <laughs> Would the reefer go down? Yeah, uh, the art is um, very. Uh, I think it takes a little while to get used to. It does. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, it, it's yeah. a little off-putting at first. I think this is not an introducing introduction to comic books. Right. Yeah. Mm, um, mm. This isn't um, early reader stuff. No. Yeah. But um, well, he's a. He's a smart boy. Yeah, he can, he'll pick it you up. Know, he's going off to college. So, yeah. um, but also, uh, I, I, I am flabbergasted that some of these um, conspiracy theories still exist. Really? Um, yeah. When I when <laughs> I heard that flat earthers were a thing again, <laughs> I thought it was a joke. Oh, I was like, oh, that's so. Oh. The first time that I heard about them was. Some years before they had made like kind of a public splash. And I don't remember how I heard about them, but I went on the website and they had a, a frequently asked questions. Mm -hmm. And the first question was, is this a joke? <laughs> <laughs> and they answered. They had like a detailed like, yeah. no, this is not a joke. We believe the evidence supports it. All that stuff. And yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. Um, uh, what I don't get is, <laughs> what would anyone get out of this? That's, that's, that's always been my to question. To me is like... the. So there's like an ice wall in some of these theories yeah. and there's people patrolling it so that we don't know. Why don't they want us to know? Yeah. Why wouldn't they be like, hey, the horse hey, flat, flat. Yeah. check out this wall. Yeah. We could pretty cool. probably charge you to yeah, come right? up here. Right. right? Yeah. They're right. Like, well, yes, we will charge you money. We will sell right. souvenirs, ice wall souvenirs. Yeah. You could get yeah. little bits of ice yeah. <laughs> frozen in an offsite refreezer. Uh, I've never understood what the whole. I like, don't get that one. Some well, of the see, other what ones all make... the world's governments would get from being right. like. It's it's uh it's, it's probably it's, it's round, <laughs> but my idiots. Thing, <laughs> it's round, you dummies. And going back thousands of years, yeah. Or at least the evidence has been so planted. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But my thing is, okay, if you believe that the Earth is flat, yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, so. And then. Mm. <laughs> then. Yeah. Yeah. Go to work. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> like yeah. who gives a yeah. fuck? Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Next. Well, I will take a coffee with cream and sugar. Why are you still here talking to me? Go get my drink. Well, people like to know, right? Because yeah. that's like our greatest advantage yeah. evolutionarily is that we know stuff and we do stuff about it, right? Mm -hmm. So if you are in the know, then you've got one over on everyone else, right? You're and what's more it doing for human. you? Uh, uh, just the making idea, you feel good. The idea that like I figured it out. Uh, I saw the clues, which is another thing about these. Sometimes these guys will be like. Oh yeah, you know if you if you look at this broadcast this way and then do this with that, then it totally tells you. And it's like these guys, what do you think they're the Riddler? Yeah. Why would they if yeah. they're trying to get away with it? Why would there be fun little clues yeah. for you to solve in yeah. a game like fashion, right? Yeah, yeah. Like those are the guys that were next to JD looking at the the unscramble unscr uh, cables, like there's yeah. the dick. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, this is gonna set me for life. So, um, so I thought it would it be it would be good to prep. Baby Dylan hmm. with um Dylan's getting younger and younger. <laughs> <laughs> with with the knowledge that maybe not everyone uh that he's gonna meet at school is going to um agree with him or have the best ideas and maybe just don't fall in with the wrong crowd. Yeah, because if enough of them believe it, it becomes yeah. true, That's apparently, true. Yeah. according to this comic. Okay. Yeah. Let's be honest. Yeah. Which one of these comic books that are going in the sack? Hmm. Do we really think Dylan is going to read? Oh, I, I didn't oh, even know I it see. was Dylan. Here's the thing. This was a I, <laughs> I thought it, it was like a, a hypothetical college student, this like yeah. abstract idea of a college student. Okay. Yeah. You fair know what enough. I'm saying? Which so one in that do you case, think mine, are abstract? 
mine obviously and yours. Well, you mine obviously. And JD's. Yeah, mine are great <laughs> yeah. choices. He's not going to read any of these. No, that's not true. Oh, really? Which one's he going to read? Which one do you think he's going to read? Gonna, he's going. He's absolutely going to read the long con. Oh, yeah. You think so? Okay. Yes. See, I'll tell you what. If he cracks open Will Eisner, I think he might keep going. You know what I mean? If he True. just peruses it. True. And like, oh, this looks pretty cool. This, this he might get to at the very end. Yeah. Like, at the end of the stack. You can hold it over his honestly, head for the rest of his life. The art does not make you the, want to pick the it The art's up a little impenetrable. Off-putting. Yeah. Like, I tried no, I like reading it, and the art just didn't yeah. do it for me. Um, I... I grew to like the art, and I do think that, you know, um, I feel like art like this is akin to when you're watching a thriller or a scary movie, and the atmosphere, the vibes, yeah. and the um, soundtrack are doing a lot of the heavy lifting mm. emotionally. Like, that's what's usually connecting to you mm -hmm. emotionally mm -hmm. when you're watching a thriller or a horror movie. And I feel like when a comic book has those sorts of vibes mm. artistically, mm -hmm. this, the, uh, it makes you uncomfortable. Yeah. So um, it it's part like you wouldn't grab the guy from the long con to draw this book. Um, hmm. So that's what I like about it. Uh, it's it wouldn't be my first choice, but once you're in it, you're like this this works for the themes of the of the story. Yeah, I don't. You know what I mean? I'm not drawn to that kind of art on its own, as it were. Hmm. But uh, I think it, I agree. It it is good for the story that's being told. It fits it very well. Yeah. Um, actually, we're going to be talking about for book club because um, we had done this for book club as well. The next book club is going to be witches. W Y T C H E S okay, yeah, yeah, by one. Scott Snyder hmm. and Jock. Mm -hmm. and, oh, Jock. Yeah. yeah. And uh, that is that is the first time I kind of thought of that. The whole sound effect, sound soundtrack thing uh, when it comes to art is because Jock. Uh, has a very dark and muddy style, very mm -hmm. angular, mm -hmm. very sketchy and inky. But the with his colors, and forgive me, I don't know if he colored witches or not, but the colorist starts splatting uh, more and more paint mm -hmm. on the pages as you go. And mm -hmm. it's almost like um, the crescendo of a, um, a soundtrack that's like building up the tension. Oh, that's cool. Uh, before the release. Hmm. Um, and I thought that was really, really cool. So that's a really good example of that sort of thing. Um, the art being a little bit of a, a, a boundary for you to get past hmm. uh, in the story. So, yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. Did you have, you have one more? Yeah, at least. So oh, it put it in the sack. Uh, Dylan, as I said, I'll, I'll send this up with you in uh, your first little care package. It's yeah. going to be so nice. And with home baked cookies. Yes. Don't get them on the comic. And this is an Elseworlds comic uh -huh. uh, called Green Lantern, I believe, A Thousand and One Nights. Oh, yeah. right? It's a prestige mm -hmm. comic from a while ago. And the whole story is very cool. But the reason that I'm sending it up is the lesson that one scene uh, contains. And it's a story within a story about uh, Al Jordan, I believe, searching for, um, searching for this... Uh, lamp, his lamp with the yeah. power ring, right? And But someone else is telling the story within it and he goes and he meets the king of the sea who has the lamp. The king of the sea says, I'll give you the lamp, but you have to go to this island where you will face a series of trials and get this silver apple and bring it back to me, right? He says, okay, I'll do it, knowing that this was this powerful lamp. And he goes and he gets the silver apple, he brings it back, and he gives it to the sea king. And the sea king says, ha ha, you fool. This is the silver apple of immortality, and you've given it up for this lamp. 
And Al Jordan says, well, this lamp has a powerful genie in it, yeah. you know. And Aha! yeah. And in, instead of being upset, the Sea King says, then it is good for too few are the deals in which both men are satisfied. Oh. Right. And it's like, oh, great. We both got what we wanted. Yeah. Everybody wins. Go us. This is amazing. High five. Right? And so uh, I just think that's a really good thing to remember, right? For so, for you to win, someone else doesn't have to lose. Yeah. And it's better when when everybody gets something together. Yeah. Yeah. And a good lesson. Them having given something up that could, you could have had both, but you got what you wanted. You know? It's good. Oh, I like that. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. Um... What time is it? Is it time to go? Do we do it? I Not really. I mean, we could chat for a little while. It's here. time. To it's time to. <laughs> All right. Well, um, Dylan, uh, we have this sack of um, of, of, of parting gifts for you. There you go. As soon as I learn how to read, I'm going to read all of these. <laughs> well, that's should've what college got, is for. We should have got him hooked on phonics. Damn it. Uh, hey, kids, ask your grandparents what hooked on phonics was. Um. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. If you Ask guys, your grandparents were reading this. If you guys and gals out there want to uh, let us know what you would put in Dylan's fictional sack, mm, um, let us good. know. Email us at coldpopgo at gmail.com. Oh, no! What is it? Noel emailed us at coldpopgo oh at gmail.com. We almost forgot him. What has he got to say? Okay, here we go. Yes. This is his uh, contribution. Here we go. Mm. Greetings, cult poppers. That's us. That's us. Uh, in my absence, I'd like to present my back-to-school selection, a book I would consider required reading and riddled with valuable lessons. First, an explanation. In my opinion, the most effective and poignant content is the kind that surprises you and or subverts expectations. I'm referring to the kind of story that lulls you into a sense of comfort or rhythm so successfully that an emotional connection is made without notice, no matter how seemingly slight the story appears to be. Oh. For me... This happens most effectively within high-concept genre stories. Good example, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. On the surface, action horror genre about a magic cheerleader prophesied, 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 prophesied to vanquish vampires way, and demons. Ridiculous. What? In practice, a oh. razor-sharp and emotional examination of the high school experience and how it irrevocably shapes who we become. Good and very bad. Oh. The two concepts that are not inherently congruent, yet juxtaposed against one another, become timeless fiction. Cool. With that overall explanation, I want to submit Murder Falcon. Art and story what, by Daniel. Is he not submitting Buffy? That was just an example? Yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> uh, Murder Falcon, art and story by Daniel Warren Johnson, colors mm. by Mike Spicer. On the surface, this is a story about a failed musician harnessing the power of heavy metal to empower an anthropomorphic cyborg falcon to oh. fight interdimensional demons and save the world. Cool. But In practice, oh. it's an effective story about love, forgiveness of the self and others, survivor's guilt, found family, and above all, the undeniably medicinal and healing power of art. Mm. In this instance, music. Mm. If I were to draft an imaginary thesis that encapsulates everything good in this world, it would be something like Murder Falcon. Equal parts silly, satisfying, and filled with so much heart that you can't dismiss it. So when I was picking out mine, mm -hmm. I thought of Murder Falcon. Is that right? I did not have a copy to bring. Uh -huh. And then I thought, do a powerbomb. 
which is also by Daniel Warren Johnson. Yes, yeah, good. He's book. great. Great book. So yeah. I, I, from the three of us, the four of us, hmm. if you guys are out there and you haven't read any Daniel Warren Johnson comic books, mm-hmm. I highly recommend Murder Falcon. You, uh-huh. you guys agree? Yes. Do a power bomb. Fantastic. Sure. Mm-hmm. And Wonder Woman Dead Earth. Oh, one of the best. Phenomenal. So, uh, it, it's so good. It's yeah. so good. Uh, and just like with Murder Falcon, um, Power Bomb, and um, to a lesser extent, I think Wonder Woman have an emotional resonance that hmm. is you, you don't quite see coming. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. He yeah. was also one of the first places that I saw something that has become a trend in displaying action in a comic. Yes, yes. He's, but he is the master. You know what I mean? I would say James or Heron. He's a master. He is a master. Okay, yeah. Him and James Heron. Uh, okay. I saw James Heron first, and then I saw Daniel Warren Johnson, and I considered Daniel Warren Johnson to be like an ape. Like he oh, was is that aping right? okay. James, James uh, Heron. Now, what is this but, trend? Uh, it's basically when you uh, have an action shot mm-hmm. of like a fist flying through the air, but the lines that you're drawing uh, to make up the fist mm. are all jagged, yeah. jagged and kind of horizontal. They're, and they're like, going especially in the, the ones that are perpendicular yeah. to the direction of force, mm-hmm. right? And it really shows that force. Yeah, you know that instead power of like in a thi- like instead of like a thick line that outlines the yeah, arm yeah. It would all be very jagged yeah it really yeah. conveys motion yeah, it uses in a great feathering way feathering a lot uh, um, sort of so chaos, yeah. like yeah. crackling with energy yeah it's kind of like uh in in theme like kirby dots in a way mm. just an excellent mm. way of conveying a type of force or power yeah you know i mean yeah. they don't look similar at all but in that way um yeah and he's also he's now doing a transformers thing that's the and next yeah. one transformers did, uh, didn't uh, he do something with beta ray bill beta ray bill oh, he did be- yes I didn't finish that one. so good i gotta read that um i don't think i've finished either and uh jurassic league was that him Jura- no, no no that, that was one one gideon or one oh, okay. gideon okay yeah oh yeah um, but yeah no. he's all who Juan cool. gideon i don't know if i'm saying that right Juan gideon um he is in that same school of Daniel Warren Johnson mm. and James, yeah. James Heron. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Same, He's in there, yeah. Same vibe. But yeah. um, anyway. Oh, very good. Uh, if we haven't anything else, I, I thought of something that we all read a little while ago. That to me has a really going away to college or being at college feel. Remember Hydra? Oh, yeah. Yes. Very trippy. I do remember that. Very, like, esoteric. No words. Mm-hmm. So you don't have to worry about that. Dylan? Dylan. No words, buddy. There you we don't go. have to read them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know how to interpret pictures, right? You'll get the hang of it. Maybe I'll get that, right. like, the first week, and then yeah. maybe words the second week. <laughs> yeah. of Interpreting <laughs> pictures. But... The question is, how do you get to that class? <laughs> you know, <laughs> Not people, by any signs. No, you're just, you're just wandering around. If you look lost, somebody tells you to go yeah. to this store. Uh. <laughs> um, yeah, it's just it. It really, for me, speaks of like the kind of heady exploration mm-hmm. that uh, is so great. Uh, often beginning at college and hopefully not finishing there. Yeah, but yeah. yeah, it's like the the kind of thing that if it was a poster, you might see it on a dorm room wall. Yeah. And uh, I think you should check it out. It's beautifully done, very geometric, uh, abstract art. What's it called again? Hydra. Hydra. Yeah. Right on. Yeah. Uh, all right, y'all. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. Hey, Len, where can the people find you? On your award-winning podcast? Uh, <laughs> Are we? I don't know. Uh, yes. <laughs> you can follow us on the Me Show Mission, M I C H E A U X M I W S I O N, on all your social media as well as on YouTube. We also broadcast every Tuesday night at 7 p.m. right here from Junk Junk. Hmm. Um, it's 
Two Men, One Podcast, Every Black Film Ever Made. And it's Boo-tober, so we'll be doing Ooh. horror movies. Oh, that's a good that's my jam. Are you going to do People Under the Stairs? No, we did, we've did. we already done that. Oh, did you? Yeah, nice. we're, we're doing, we're starting off with the Transfiguration from oh, 2016. Yes. That's yeah. a cool name. Very cool. Mm. Uh, little known film as in my circles. Um, I don't uh, know it. Uh, oh, uh, you can also me and Noel when Noel is feeling better. Actually, last week he did it even though he was sick uh, by himself. Hmm. Every Wednesday, most Wednesday mornings, uh, we do a show called Fresh Floppies, which you can find on our YouTube channel right here, and then also um, on iTunes. Fresh cool. Floppies under the Cult Pop banner. It is uh, that day's new comic books reviewed without spoilers. Hmm. Yeah. Excellent. Where can people find you? Uh, I can be found, um, at least on November 10th at the comedy on demand improv show yes. at uh, forge theater, Phoenixville, Pennsylvania, um, one nine four six zero, And, uh, it'll be seven thirty Friday, November 10th. We're going to be doing some, uh, comedy improv and we'd like you to, to watch it. And we'd really appreciate it if you laughed. Yeah, that's yeah. I mean, even if you're not nice. there, at least just laugh. force the laughter if you have to. It's fine. Other people won't know that you're all doing that. I'm you really know. good at forcing. Do it. <laughs> Funny. Don't come. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for hanging out with us, and we will talk at you later. Thank you for listening to the Cult Pop Network, home to podcasts, live shows, and a whole lot of fun stuff for every flavor of fan. Follow us wherever you find your favorite podcasts, and be sure to join us live every Wednesday night at youtube.com backslash cultpopgo at 8 p.m. Eastern. While you're there, be sure to subscribe to the channel and hit the bell icon so you'll know when we drop new Thunder Rounds and episodes of Fresh Floppies, a spoiler-free show about single-issue comics released each week. Until then, we'll talk at you later.